Welcome to the Awakened Masculinity Podcast. I'm your host, Lorene Krenn, and this podcast is dedicated to help you understand women better, experience deeper levels of intimacy, and grow in confidence. It will arm you with powerful tools and insights to awaken your true potential. The world needs awakened men more than ever before. Welcome to episode 40, guys. How to make a long-distance relationship work. So, guys, as you know, I am in a long-distance relationship with my girlfriend and wonderful queen, Rihanna, for one and a half years, almost, almost, guys, (laughs) almost. And this relationship has changed my entire life. First of all, it has revealed my purpose. It has allowed me to face my shadows in ways I've never faced and healed and integrated them before. And I know a great deal about long-distance relationships already. I know the no-goes and I know what can really shift and transform it because that is what I have done in my relationship. Does that mean there are no challenges? Does that mean there are no arguments? Not at all. Just recently, I had a couple of days where we were fighting a lot, Rihanna and I, but it just took a deep internal look into the mirror, a lot of spiritual practice, and we resolved and went even deeper into harmony. So this doesn't mean that that, that I'm completely free. I'm not experiencing that, but I've reached a certain level of freedom, which I'm very proud of, and it took a lot of work to reach this level and this harmony and connection with my girlfriend. So the three biggest challenges in a long-distance relationship are not being able to be intimate through touch. And that's an obvious one, but you must understand, we humans, we really thrive on touch. We thrive on being able to feel each other. It really triggers endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, the stuff that really makes you happy. And yes, having sex is a great health factor it just feels amazing it connects you on the deepest level and when you're not able to do this for a prolonged time one month two months maybe even longer right now i'm not able to see my girlfriends because of the current crisis borders are closed that's not easy you need something deeper in a long distance relationship than to be dependent upon touch or having sex otherwise it's not going to work the second challenge is having difficulties to commit. If you are not committing in a long-distance relationship, if you are not making the internal decision, I am going to make this relationship work no matter what. I am going to give my all, my best in every situation. I am going to show up fully when it comes to texting. I am going to show up fully, especially in live calls like FaceTime or WhatsApp call. So if you have issues with commitment, I don't advise you to make the commitment to be in a long-distance relationship. And the third challenge is creating depth and intimacy over text and especially via FaceTime or WhatsApp or Skype, whatever technology or tool you're using to communicate and see each other online. So it's really, really not easy, guys. It's, It's much more easier to be with somebody in person and connect with them 
because first of all you feel them there's a lot of there's a lot of non-verbal language you kind of know what's going on inside your partner you know what's happening and you don't have that level of control as much on FaceTime when you call when you call with somebody so it really requires you and I'm going to talk more about that later when I talk about how you can make a long distance relationship work it's going to really be about how do you show up in these calls are you present? Are you fully there? Are you not stuck in your mind? But more about that later. So the three biggest challenges of a long distance relationship are not being able to physically be together, maybe having difficulties to commit fully and creating depth and intimacy over FaceTime or via text. So it's really hardcore. A long distance relationship is hardcore. I'm not going to tell you it's easy because it isn't. It's hardcore if you don't face your shadows. It's hardcore if you're not doing the inner work. It's hardcore if you're not truly committed. You should only really do this. You should only do or be in a long distance relationship and say yes to this with every cell of your body if you are truly in love with that person. I mean, that's an obvious one, but sometimes we settle. Men settle or women settle for somebody, yeah, but it's logical and they like me. But it has to be on a soul level. It has to be on a deep intuitive level. Is this the person you want to reach out to when you're at your worst? For example, when I don't get sick often, very rarely due to my cold showers and breath work. But for example, six months ago when I had like a throat infection, all I wanted was to be around, around Rihanna to call her, to feel her. I didn't want anything else. These kind of things show you strongly if this is a soul connection. Or when you go into a very deep meditation and suddenly they appear and the love gets stronger. This is the clearest sign because when you're in a very deep meditation or doing breath work, you are really connected to your authentic truth. So whenever I'm connected to my authentic truth, I feel the love burning for Rihanna like never before. So this was always the clearest sign for me that <laughs> I'm absolutely ready to commit and I'm so incredibly in love with her. And and how can you how can you give that a test? Just go into a deep meditation and watch how you react afterwards with your partner. That would be one of the ways. Or simply ask yourself, is this really what I want? It's important to keep asking ourselves these questions. These questions don't mean that there is something wrong. It just means we reevaluate our stance in the relationship. We reevaluate our priorities and we make a new and stronger and more clear commitment. So it's nothing wrong. Ask yourself this question. It's a powerful question. Why am I in this relationship? Why? Why am I doing this? Knowing your why. Knowing your why is probably one of the keys in a long distance relationships. If you know your why and you write that down, a deep internal reason, you can read it when you go for arguments. You can read that when you experience difficulties. Just a little practical tip here. And it's going to drain you. Sometimes it's going to be a challenge and this is entirely normal. It's not always going to be easy. Even if you face your shadows, even if you do everything, even if you're in a deep conscious relationship, there is shit going to come up. There is just stuff going to come up, especially in a long distance relationship, in these separations where you're sometimes going to be like, 
fuck, man. Fuck. I, why? Why is this happening to me? I don't want this to happen. And that's fine. Sit with this. Don't express it too much to your partner. Sit with it. So, let's take a deep breath. I'm very excited. My heart is pumping fast. I've got to ground myself a little bit. So, what are the three no-goes in a long-distance relationship? The first one is getting needy. Calling and texting your partner all the time. I, in the beginning of my relationship with Rihanna, my codependent issues have been arising. And I've developed them when my father died when I was 15 years old. In some kind of way, I started to get dependent upon others and the approval of others, the validation of others. And I brought that into the relationship. And often after arguments, I called her 10 times. Really freaky, actually, what I was doing there. Completely out of touch with myself. And then during the relationship, what I learned was stay calm. Let them go. True love, let somebody go. Let them go. Chill. They're not answering for six hours. Relax. Take the time to be there for yourself. Take the time to work on yourself. Take the time to fill your own cup. In space, how we spend time apart decides how we spend time together. And once I realize this, and of course sometimes this can still come up, that I need validation from her in some other way if I go deep into my shadows or lose myself. But if you know how to spend time apart, Spending time together will be filled with depth and intimacy and just a thriving connection. So when I realized that, I started to really consciously practice and use the time wisely when which we spend apart from each other. And in a long distance relationship, you spend a lot of time apart from each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes no talking throughout the whole day. And if you get anxious then, if you get anxiety, like I used to get in the past... This is going to drain everything because then you show up in the next phone call or whatever with this anxiety and it's going to just not give your partner a good feeling because one person is totally happy, excited to talk with you again. The other is totally anxious. This doesn't work. This doesn't correlate. So when I start doing the inner work, really sitting with the pain and allowing this pain to transform me, I realized a different depth inside myself. I realized that I am my own creator of happiness. I fill my own cup. I decide how I am. I decide whether I'm needy or not. This is not something that happens outside of myself. This is an internal process I can heal and I can work through. And this has changed everything. Brought so much more harmony, trust and connection to my relationship. So that's the first one. Getting needy and calling all the time is a no-go. The next one is trying to get your self-worth from your partner's internal state. So similar to what I said before, but it's really that you are, I just want to elaborate this, 
It's really if you show up on the phone call, let's say you didn't talk for a whole day and you're super excited and now you talk with your partner and the, your partner is going through something. This might trigger your ego because you're like, oh, I was so happy and blah, blah, and now they're not good. Does that mean they don't love me? How the ego loves to talk. All bullshit. During these moments, it's important to take this as a practice do not take yourself worth. If you're happy and your partner is going through something, of course be there for them. But um, but remain happy. You don't have to drain yourself just because they are going through something. Okay? This is vice versa. So important. If you can remain in a good state while your partner is going through something, only then you can be truly there for them. You can't be there for them if you suffer with them. Empathy is not suffering. Empathy is not suffering with them. It's it's feeling them, having empathy and being fully there for them, showing up, but at the same time being in control of your internal state. And that's a difficult one. But just every time remind yourself when this situation appears, you're in a good state, your partner is going through something. If this is triggering something inside you, you're still taking self-worth out of the relationship, out of your partner. So I see this always as a mirror of, okay, I still have work to do as a humble reminder for the warrior's work that has to be done. And the third no-go is talking about how difficult it is to be in a long-distance relationship. So when we had arguments, I was always, this is so difficult on the phone, this is not working, blah, blah. Don't come with that shit. This is not working. It's so difficult on the phone. You have committed to the relationship, right? You have said yes and you love that person. So you make it work no matter what. But when you constantly throw in the seeds, this is so difficult, this is so that, this is so blah, blah, blah. Uh, especially as a man, you cannot do that. If a woman makes that, a woman is more reflecting. The feminine is always reflecting what's going on in the present moment. So she might say this, but she's just reflecting what's going on right now. But as a man, a man... A man, one man and one word. It's really like this. If you as a man say these things constantly, you're being super inconsistent. You're not creating safety. Check out the episode I made, How to Make a Woman Feel Safe. Because that's really important and that's going to help you to understand this more better if you don't understand what I just said. So we talked very, very long about the difficulties, the challenges. Now let's start talking about how can you make a long-distance relationship work? The first thing is show up fully via text and especially through video call. Okay, show up fully, show up fully. That's the last episode I did. How do you show up to your relationship? You should check that one out as well if you haven't already. But if you are not showing up fully, let's imagine, um, let's say, I am waking up, I'm all day working on things, Rihanna is working all day on things and we have, we don't talk that much, we just app, uh, we just write on the phone. And then at 8 or 9 o'clock, before we go to sleep, 10 maybe, 9, we have a video call. And if at that video call you don't show up fully, you haven't talked already all day or not much, and then you also don't show up fully, it's really not setting a great example and of course there are going to be days where you go through something and your partner should always accept if you say hey I'm going for this and that but it's very important that 
in the times you talk, in the times you're interacting with each other, you're really using the time consciously. You're present, you're grounded, you're at least fully there for your partner. And if you're not fully there, it's just not gonna make a great feeling in a relationship because you're already in separated. You're already not able to touch each other. So at least both have to make this effort to connect again and again. And yes, there are always gonna be times where it's difficult and blah, blah. But in general, if you're able to do it, show up fully. Don't be distracted by something. Don't just tell about yourself how your day is going. Don't just ask how is your day going. Go deeper. Share from your heart. And really show up fully. Listen deeply. That's the, that's the two next things. Really listen to what your partner is going through. Even if you cannot relate. So I remember I was never truly listening. Because I was always distracted in my mind with the next thing I'm going to say. That's a typical masculine, masculine trait. It's not really important what you're going to answer. What's more important is how you're showing up and especially your quality of listening. Your quality of listening is so incredibly important. If you are truly listening, your partner feels seen, heard and just really connected with you. And that is just an ultimately, ultimately highly important. And then what I also already said is share from your heart. Mm, it connects you both. So if you are not in a good state and you cannot show up fully, really share from your heart. Hey, baby, I'm experiencing this right now. Anxiety about this. This is what I'm experiencing. Not making a huge drama about it and draining their partner with it, but really just expressing that. You deserve to express yourself. You deserve to not always be strong. You deserve to have somebody to lean on to. And if your partner doesn't accept that, you really need to set a boundary and talk about that with them. And the fourth thing, how can you make this work, is surprises. Surprise your partner. Maybe you're a good poetry writer. I write so many poems for my girlfriend. Instead of just writing, good morning, how are you? Good night, sleep well. You can really, not necessarily, it has to come from your heart. Don't fake it. But if you're good at something, maybe you can play the guitar. Just start jamming, jamming and sing for your partner. Sing and just sing a song about them. Draw a painting for them. Write a poem for them. I'm sure there is something you're good at that can really benefit them. And, and these surprises, these surprises create so much connection and safety and, and just a, a deeper depth than just needing to have sex with each other and being physically and, and don't crack and don't understand me wrong. Having sex is wonderful. It's the deepest level how you can connect with somebody. However, in a long distance relationship, you cannot be dependent upon that. So the four things how to make this work are show up fully over text and video call. Ground yourself if possible before these calls. Make sure you're filling your own cup. Second one, share from your heart. It keeps, keeps you both connected. Don't make a drama, share from your heart. Third one, surprises. Surprise your partner with a wonderful gift, art, poetry, music. And the fourth one is really listen to what your partner is going through, even if you cannot relate to it. So guys, to end this episode, you, the conclusion, you have to do the inner work. 
You have to heal yourself consistently. You have to put all these efforts in in your relationship to create depth and intimacy. Otherwise, it's not going to work. This is in every relationship, but especially not in a long distance relationship. A question I'm going to give you. One second, my PC, my MacBook just shut down. Okay, now it's working again. Sorry for that. The question I'm going to give you is what pattern inside me creates suffering in my relationship? What pattern inside me creates suffering in my relationship? Really ask yourself this question. What is creating suffering? Maybe your codependency. Maybe your need to be heard and seen all the time. Maybe you can be more there for your inner child. Really reflect upon that. If you only do one thing, then what pattern inside inside myself creates suffering in my relationship? If you experience issues with any of these things, how to connect with your partner, how to show up fully, how to ground yourself. If you experience these issues in your relationship, don't hesitate to contact me, either at my coaching email address, hello at lorinkren.com, or just write me a DM on Instagram. I can help you out with this. I'm helping clients all over the world to create more depth and intimacy in their relationships. And it's often not as difficult as it seems. It's just we are so stuck in our patterns. We, we no longer see things from a bird's eye of view. And that's very important, especially in relationships, to always have somebody just check up on you and to give you powerful insights who is outside of the relationship. So thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for showing up consistently again and again. I'm going to have more guests on my podcast soon, already preparing that, really pumped for it. Rate the podcast five stars. Leave a review if you want to help me out and if you enjoyed these, this episode and the other episodes. And share on your Instagram. This is how you can help me out. Five-star review uh, or just write, write something as a review or share it on Instagram. Just a couple of clicks and that's it. And you're helping me out so much to bring this message to many, many, many other souls out there who are in need of this. So thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you. And I wish you a wonderful day. Remember, during this crisis, it's all about doing the inner work. Inner work. Focus on yourself. Fill your own cup. And everything is going to be all right.